1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I'm here in my closet recording far away from my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi Barry.
0: Hi Matt, do you got any quick quarantine updates for the kids?
1: Ugh, they've been fucking doing construction in my hallway. I, it's been driving me absolutely insane. Why is that an essential service? They know we're all home.
0: It's essential to making you go crazy.
1: Yeah. I think I said on last week's episode that my one of my doormen told me that there's only like 20 people left in the building. <laughs> so oh I guess they're like, fuck all of the poor people who stayed. Anyway, how about you?
0: Well, I haven't been sleeping well because of my anxiety dreams. Basically, my brain doesn't turn off at night. And the other morning, Alex slightly, just like ever so lightly suggested that I maybe not sleep in and stick to a routine. And I had a full blown meltdown like a toddler. I just could not handle that. Very basic, very nice suggestion. So yeah, you know, that's where (laughs) I'm at.
1: Okay, uh, so have you not been sleeping in?
0: Well, no, I mean, yes. <laughs> Just not, not too late, but uh, I also, I tweeted about it and people gave some nice tips and I have been using those tips and it's been better. All right, well, we're both doing great.
1: (laughs) Let's get into today's episode. Obviously, we'll kick things off with Worst Things First, where I shout about the worst news of the week, and then it's our third annual hot guy, March Madness. The NCAA may have canceled the real March Madness, but that's not gonna stop us from objectifying as many men as possible. We posted our brackets on Twitter so you can play along with us, with your friends, at a video conference, happy hour, or with your cat if you're feeling real desperate. Whatever you need to do to get your horniness on. (sighs) Because it's real. It is real. So let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's put hot men into ridiculous scenarios and start the show. All right. Worst things first. Let's talk about the worst news of the week. First, a man in Paris, France, decided to be a big old fucking show off during quarantine. And he took to his balcony to run an entire 26 mile marathon. Oh,
0: my God. Get a
1: life. Like, yeah. What what are you doing with your life? You look like a deranged (laughs) dog. I don't care if we're stuck inside for a year. I will never run a marathon indoors (laughs) or outdoors, frankly. I probably
0: wouldn't get to 26 miles walking indoors for a year.
1: Yeah. I don't even want to look at the steps that I've been taking because I assure you my step totals for the past two weeks have been like (laughs) 10 a day. (laughs) This man literally ran back and forth on his 23 foot long balcony. So his balcony is. What is that? Four feet, not even. That's not right.
0: (laughs) You literally wrote 23 foot long balcony.
1: Okay, yeah. So he has a 23 foot long balcony. Okay, so that's like a quarter of a football field almost. Yeah, yeah. I made a sports reference. Wow. That's not even true. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Jesus I'm Christ. excited
0: to like listen back to this in a couple of years and just hear the <laughs> mental decline of us <laughs> over the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, it's not going great. Anyway, there's a 23 foot long balcony um, and he literally ran back and forth for 26 miles straight. And it took him six hours and 48 minutes. And he said it was mostly like a physical and and mental challenge, but also to extend his support to the entire medical personnel who are doing an exceptional job. Um, Okay. Sure. You know, I feel like it's nice to to have that gesture, but um, I don't know how showing off is really helping. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Make sure you call a doctor and let them know that you ran a marathon today just rub it in their face while they're while they're doing everything they can to keep people alive just be like hey you know what i did i ran 26 miles what did you do
0: and i have a balcony
1: <laughs> suck it yeah i'm also so pissed i don't think people outside of new york city understand that like First of all, the breakout here it's much worse than everywhere else, obviously, because there's eight fucking million people living on top of one another.
0: And because we do everything
1: better. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you heard, but we're actually the best city in the world, including (laughs) for outbreaks. And B, the fact that we all live in shoeboxes and are going insane.
0: Yeah, we don't have any outdoor spaces.
1: No, in the like you people who are posting any any quarantine content where you have more than 500 square feet, you're you're a maniac. <laughs> you're a literal maniac. If you're able to go Yeah, I was thinking about how like even even people Literally anywhere else, you, people with cars, you do have outdoor space.
0: I know, I do, I do. <laughs> You're the I enemy. Won't. I won't. I, in, in less than a week, I will be living in a new apartment and I will not have any outdoor space.
1: All right, well, you can join the resistance then, but until then, you are my enemy. Okay. Anyway, this man said that his girlfriend was there giving him drinks and M&Ms, which I thought was a nice fact. <laughs> I just need me a man to give me some M Ms, you know.
0: I'd run like a little bit for M Ms.
1: I guess so. My family has also taken I, uh, the 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 stabs are just like so slow and um like unintentional, but they still they still sink deep. My aunt was texting me, and she was like, "Well, I just wish you had someone there with you." And I was like, "Okay, we don't <gasps> need to be like that." <laughs> Like literally out of out of the blue. I was like, okay, well, why are you like putting depression onto me?
0: (laughs) Also, like, okay, then find me a man. (laughs) Do
1: something about it. Next. Customers cheered at a Walmart in Missouri. After a woman gave birth to a baby girl in the store's toilet paper aisle. She <laughs> was just
0: trying to hoard her toilet paper. I see right <laughs> through this.
1: Yeah. If, you, if you're you having a showdown with another customer in the toilet paper aisle, have a baby. What are they going to do? Deny your baby toilet paper? We're like, We're also like a week away from that happening. It literally took all of 48 hours for the like public discourse in this country to go to like, wh- well, what if it's a good thing that people die? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't put it past people to be like, fuck your baby, my toilet paper now, bitch. <laughs> but anyway, this lady was shopping out of Walmart. Then she told employees that her water broke. Then I guess she just laid down while a, a labor nurse who happened to be in the store at the same time and firefighters who came helped the woman deliver her baby in just 45 minutes.
0: Damn. That, that is, is amazing.
1: Speedy. That's a drive through delivery.
0: That is. I also love that this is like a slight ad for Walmart to be like, <laughs> look, we have all the supplies you need for any situation. <laughs>
1: I guess it's just my impulse would not be to like be like oh fuck my water just broke you know what I should do is just let a Walmart employee know <laughs> like <laughs> uh, why I, I I don't know I'm just confused at the the sequence of events here and why she didn't call 911 I, I guess it was coming quickly.
0: Maybe also she's just like a great citizen who knows that the hospitals are filling up quick. So True. she's like, I don't need a hospital. I can do this DIY style. You know what? I think this woman deserves a little shiro, shiro,
1: <laughs> shiro, shiro. And finally, another other toilet paper news, the Environmental Protection Agency had to issue a warning to Americans to stop flushing T-shirts down the fucking toilet. Because apparently, because of the shortage of toilet paper that stemmed from the, the outbreak and people stockpiling shit, people are resorting to paper towels, baby wipes, and at least one case, scraps of t shirts that have started to cause sewage blockages oh across boy. the country. <laughs> Fatbergs everywhere. The EPA said in a tweet, Toilets are not trash cans. Please remember, napkins, paper towels, and even so-called flushable wipes can all clog your pipes. Okay. Flushable wipes? It's called flushable right in the name. So... What are you telling me right now?
0: False advertising.
1: Oh, there was but there was a toilet paper company that also put out a thing that was like, here's what you do if you're out of toilet paper. Really, there's no perfect solution. Uh, but you should never flush paper towels or napkins because they don't dissolve quickly in water and can likely cause your toilet to back up. And facial tissue is another bad idea, but in the absence of toilet paper, you can use it in small amounts if you flush frequently. So there you go.
0: You know what I say? You just use your hand.
1: (laughs) You better not. No. uh, I do think uh, I saw one of the items that was uh, selling out very quickly on the internet were adjustable dumbbells were a big one for all of us gym freaks, (laughs) but also like makeshift bidets like Ah. bidet hoses. Yeah. Yeah. I really
0: want one, but I only want one if we're going all the way. Like the main reason to get married is to have a wedding registry and put like a fancy ass bidet on there. I want different heated cycles. I want a dryer. Like I want it all.
1: Yeah, I I guess I I wish that for you.
0: (laughs) Have you ever used one like a nice one? No. It's fucking amazing.
1: I've actually never cleaned my butt.
0: Oh, cute.
1: My ass is like a cast iron skillet, okay? <laughs> it's just seasoning upon seasoning. Oh. <laughs> and on that note, that's it for this week's Worst Things First. Next, we are diving deep into Hot Guy March Madness. Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Dive. Deep Dive, Deep Dive, Deep Deep All right, so it is time for the third annual Unhappy Hour Hot Guy March Madness. It is our practice to take the time-honored tradition of NCAA's March Madness and to make it even gayer and better by objectifying some men's.
0: 32 men to be exact.
1: So we have 32 men's. I uh, have pulled up a list. This is personal taste. I've scoured my personal taste, but also uh, people's sexiest man alive issues. Now I, in the past have gotten people who complain about like, Oh, I can't believe you put this number one seated person against this. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay. I don't know what a seed is. (laughs) The only thing, the only seeds that are involved in this are the seeds that I want each of these men to put inside of me. Okay. (laughs) There's no first seed or 32nd seed. We don't understand what that means here. We have 32 men that I've randomized with a very special program called list randomizer that I Googled. And then I plugged them into this bracket. And now we're gonna go pair by pair, put them against one another, make our way down this bracket. Now, as we've done in the past, These aren't just, you know, your regular old matchups. We want to make sure that we are putting rigorous testing to decide who advances in each round. So for this year's March Madness, given the context of the world, this is Hot Guy March Madness Apocalypse Edition. Each round will have an apocalypse specific question uh, to help us decide who should advance until we arrive at our winner. Are we ready to start?
0: Oh, I'm ready.
1: For our first round, we have 32 guys, 16 matchups. And the question is the broad question who would make the better quarantine partner? This is who would you want to be trapped in an enclosed space with for 14 straight days at least? Are we ready? Ready. <sighs> okay, first, Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Anthony Porowski from queer eye. This
0: is too easy.
1: Is it? I yeah. know what you're going to say.
0: Obviously, Anthony.
1: Oh, I was not expecting that.
0: What would I do with Wayne the Rock Johnson as a quarantine partner? What could he do for me besides fuck me, I guess? <laughs> <laughs> but he just he would take up so much room. Anthony would be making me food? He'd be serving me all the avocados. That's the only thing I know about Anthony. He's so cute. I you know, a quarantine partner, it's not just about the sex you know
1: no this is about who would you want to be like emotionally trapped with for for at least 14 days you make a great point not to be uh yeah this could be misinterpreted but dwayne the rock johnson like size matters in this case (laughs) right
0: (laughs) if we're in our small new york apartments (laughs) he wouldn't even fit
1: no this this man has too many muscles he's too tall uh, Where would he work out? He would he requires way too many sheets for the amount of bed that I have. My weighted blanket can barely contain me.
0: <laughs> it would probably be nice for him to like help me work out while I'm in quarantine. Anthony would not be able to do that?
1: Yeah. He has much better I I will say um The Rock does have much better eyebrow action. Mm. But, you know, that's not really it's not really at play here. I'm, I'm talking
0: myself out of it now. But also, like, The Rock seems very entertaining and would probably be, like, really fun to watch movies with. And, like, as far as his eyebrows go, like, he's very expressive. And I feel like he would actually be pretty fun to have around.
1: I mean, yeah, we're not saying, like, we have to kill The Rock. <laughs> I will say Anthony has been doing what he's calling quarry, um, which is a horrible pun. <laughs> <laughs> You can't really just take the first four letters of quarantine um, and slam that into another word. But it is very delightful and he is very good at talking to a camera and it, it does make me want to watch him just eat food. So I would happily do that.
0: All right. So Anthony?
1: Anthony it is. Next! Henry Cavill versus Jason Momoa, our reigning 2019 Hot Guy March Madness champion, Jason Momoa versus Henry Cavill. This is a superhero showdown.
0: Ooh,
1: Aquaman versus Superman. I don't know.
0: I'm more Jason Momoa here. Henry Cavill is super hot and his face is insane, but he just also I do love his dog, though. He's got a great dog. But I feel like he would probably pay more attention to the dog than he would me. And I feel like Jason would really, really give me a lot of attention during a time where I absolutely need it.
1: All right. I don't know if I agree on this one. I think to me, this comes down to a question of uh, do I want to deal with more body hair or head hair? Mm. What do I want to clean from the drain when I'm on all fours?
0: Okay, but you could. What if what if Jason shaved for you? Oh, then they'd be more so in the drain. (laughs) Never mind.
1: I just would rather, I don't know, I don't really love a man with long hair, personally.
0: That's fair. That's not necessarily the thing I love about Jason Momoa.
1: I'm just saying, if I have to look at someone's hair for 14 days straight, I don't want it to be a a long, shaggy mane. Yeah. I would just much rather look at Henry Cavill's beefy, hairy pecs than I would um, Jason Momoa's smooth Aquaman pecs.
0: You know what? I'll give it to you. Also, because I really do love Henry's dog.
1: All right. So Henry it is. Next, we got Dan Levy. From Schitt's Creek and Kumail Nanjiani. Newly beefed up, Kumail.
0: That's a tough one.
1: That is a tough lineup.
0: I mean, Kumal has a new podcast right now with his wife uh, where they're like giving tips on it because she is immunosuppressant and like has been in quarantine before in her life. So I feel like he's he's like made for it <laughs> in a way. He's experienced but then it's Dan fucking Levy. That is true.
1: I do. I, I feel like I am disrespecting Dan Levy in this case. And this is like, you you know, you pass on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He'll be fine. The Rock is going to get over my passing him. But I feel like it's a, like a personal slap in the face to pass over Dan Levy. Yeah. But that being said, I do feel like Camille, he has the, he's got the whole package. He really
0: does. Also, we can still watch Shits Creek. <laughs>
1: Let's just twist the knife even (laughs) further by watching Dan Levy with Kumail. (laughs) I feel like we have a decision. I think so. Sorry, Dan. We love you. Next! Chris Evans versus Henry Golding. Chris Evans, uh, Captain America. Knives out. A lot of good sweater action and knives out from Chris Evans. Uh, Henry Golding, obviously, uh, Crazy Rich Asians, Uh, he was in A Simple Favor, is the very strapping husband in A Simple Favor, Mm -hmm. last Christmas with-
0: Amelia Clark,
1: Daenerys. I don't know. Chris Evans has a gay brother, uh, Scott Evans, who uh, they're like quarantining together. And I feel like they're specifically making content that is targeted at the gays. They know exactly what they're doing. He's milking that for everything it is. And Scott posted a video of Chris shaving his head. What I'm saying here is that a gay man trusted Chris Evans to cut his hair.
0: And that's that's Which bodes
1: well for being quarantined together. I haven't seen Henry Golding Shave anybody's hair. Yeah.
0: This one's just unfair because I, I really love Chris Evans <laughs> so much. And I, I mean, Henry Golding yeah. is beautiful and I would like to look at him all the time, but I just know so much about Chris Evans and like want to just hang out with him anyway.
1: Yeah. No disrespect to Henry Golding, but I, f- I feel like it's got to go to it's Chris gotta. Evans. Sorry, Henry. All right, next. Michael B. Jordan versus Joe Manganiello, whose name I still don't know how to pronounce, even though two years ago he won the first ever Hot Guy March Madness. Uh, And that's fine. I don't have to learn it because he's hot enough that it doesn't matter. Uh, So Michael B. Jordan versus Joe. Joe M.
0: So I feel like a big part of the quarantine partner is that it's just someone you'd want to hang out with a lot. And I feel like Uh I'd rather hang out with Michael B. Jordan. Also, he's unbelievably beautiful.
1: Right, right. Or you get, like, personality, but also something great to look at. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, like, I feel like he he can be goofy at times, but also, like, he's probably a really good listener. I just feel like I could really talk to him. Right. So I think that I'm going Michael B. Jordan this round, even though Joe was a reigning champion.
1: Yeah, and I feel like in years past, the questions, or at least... The questions that got Joe um towards the championship were all like, okay, he's obviously a very strapping, like strong, can can break a, a tree trunk in half type of scary. <laughs> and I don't know if I want to spend a quarantine with that. Yeah. All right, next. Very difficult lineup. Chris Hemsworth versus Harry Styles.
0: Ooh. Now, in the past, people have been really skeptical about the fact that Harry hasn't made it very far, but I feel like in an apocalypse, Harry's actually going to do pretty well. Uh, and especially quarantine partnering, I think I'd want Harry next to me, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I agree. I feel like this this situation is geared very much towards a, a Harry Styles advancement. You know, Chris Hemsworth... It, sure, he's got bigger muscles than Harry does I'll give him that But, I don't know Harry's
0: got a bigger smile
1: Yeah, yeah, take that, Chris <laughs> Show us your goddamn teeth for a change Yeah, I feel like if I'm trapped with someone I I want it to be Harry Styles over almost anybody else Agreed We're giving the win to H Next Adam Driver versus Jon Cho. I feel like I have not gotten past the girl's version of Adam Driver. Oh, no, that's
0: so unfair.
1: <laughs> I know. I know it's unfair. But he definitely had like a renaissance this year. And, I've, you know, I don't know why. I guess Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars and Marriage Story. Was he hot in Marriage Story? Didn't he just scream at Scarlett Johansson for two yeah, hours? I
0: guess. I mean, I am deeply, like, to my core attracted to Adam Driver. But once again, in a quarantine situation, I don't know if I want his energy around.
1: <laughs> no. I've, I just feel like all I'd be able to see is is girl's Adam Driver. Yeah. i like just, like, creepily masturbating Adam Driver.
0: <laughs> John Cho, I feel like he'd be, like, sweet and just nice to be around. He'd be, like, cuddly. I feel like he'd also maybe give me my space sometimes. And he's also really, really handsome.
1: Yeah, just a good, respectful boy who could take us to White Castle if we really had to. drive through, of course. Obviously, yeah. Next! Idris Elba versus Pedro Pascal.
0: Well, Idris has coronavirus, so...
1: (laughs) Yes, he does. I'm going
0: to go with Pedro. Um,
1: Godspeed. (laughs) Is that an immediate disqualification?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I guess in some ways it's like, oh, well, maybe then you get it and become more immune. Maybe it's actually strategically better to be with Idris right now than it would be to be with Pedro.
1: That's true. I mean, if we're getting if we're getting really technical about it, <laughs> Idris will have a, an immunity. This is a science podcast. <laughs> um, uh, yeah,
0: but I don't think I'll ever be able to look at him the same way since he stripped in (laughs) cats, so...
1: (laughs) That's true. He uh, took off a robe in cats to reveal a a naked cat body that is so haunting, it is difficult to see his face without being taken back to a nightmarish spot. And is that the energy you want during a pandemic? (laughs) I like
0: that we haven't even said anything about Pedro. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we're just debating the Idris element. And I think Pedro wins by default, but also by his bone structure.
1: Yeah. Great bone structure. Great voice. I want to hear him. Like, I I would want Pedro as a quarantine partner just so he could read me like the Velveteen Rabbit to go to sleep.
0: Oh, I would love that.
1: Yeah. And he like almost beat the mountain during that episode of Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He'll fight for you.
1: And if it wasn't for like a last minute avenge my my dead sister or whatever he was doing, he almost beat that very large man. So, you know, what I'm saying is he can handle a lot of meat. Ooh. Next! <laughs> Penn Badgley versus Winston Duke. Winston Duke uh, is from Black Panther, us, Penn Badgley, um, from you. This is you versus us.
0: Wow. You versus us. What a round.
1: I mean, I have seen some people point out that Penn Badgley knew how to take care of someone in quarantine. (laughs) If if you is any uh, any indication, he knows how to take care of someone who is trapped in a basement in a glass case. I
0: do feel like he'd get like kinky in a way that could really keep things fun. But also, he scares me sometimes.
1: Yeah, his face is so sharp that I feel like it would, like, hurt to make out with him. (laughs) His nose is, like, pointy in a a way that is obviously incredibly sexually appealing. But also, I'm like, I feel like you might, like, break the skin.
0: Whereas Winston Duke, I feel like, is a combination of, like, a teddy bear and a porcelain doll in a really beautiful way. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> what, what a horrifying combination.
0: But like one I one that's not like like haunted uh, and one that I would want to spend a lot of time with.
1: Yeah. Let's do it. Sorry, Penn. He'll
0: be fine. He's got one of the Kirk sisters. Next!
1: John Legend versus Daniel Day Kim. Ooh. Daniel Day Kim also um confirmed coronavirus. But he announced uh that he had coronavirus and it still managed to look like absolutely flawless in his video, like front facing phone video announcing that you have like a very terrible flu and you still look great. And your skin is amazing. <laughs> Pretty impressive. John Legend uh, is the reigning sexiest man alive.
0: He's sexiest man alive. He could sing you to sleep. He could sing to you in the morning. I know that he does vocal rest. So he also is very good at like being quiet for a little bit. Um, Which I appreciate. He's also, he's so cute. I feel like of everyone on this list, he's probably like the cutest. Not, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't think of him as like hot.
1: All right. Tell on yourself, I well, guess. Well, I think
0: he's very attractive, <laughs> but I don't think of him as, like, a steamy, steamy hot man. <laughs> I think of him as, like, someone who's, like, so cute and good-looking.
1: Yeah, it is true. I don't. I feel like sexy is a weird word to describe John Legend. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on your, your definition of sexy. Yeah. I mean, th- there is one photo in particular that Chrissy Teigen, who I appreciate her, like, absolute flexing of, like... Yeah, I'm married to fucking John Legend, Absolutely. and like I get to have a John Legend concert every single day. <laughs> um, and she posted this photo. Uh, it was a couple years ago, I think, of him. I don't. It was like he would gotten out of bed and he was naked. It was like a photo of him from behind. It was just like, okay, I get it. <laughs> it was a photo that says ass, and it was amazing. Uh. What I'm saying is that John Legend's ass is enough to move him forward. Let's do it. Next, we got Will X, the youngest contender, I believe, and Jason Derulo. I probably shouldn't point out that he's yeah, the youngest contender, been. but he is legal. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Will Nosex? Let me just confirm. Uh, he is 20 years old. Okay. <laughs> probably too young uh, <laughs> for my uh, my personal taste, but... I just love the glow up that he's had in the past year.
0: Absolutely. I
1: love how funny he is. Like, he's so good at Twitter and was able to, like, take this moment that he had of having this, like, super viral song and turn that into, like, obviously, like, taking advantage of the moment, but enjoying it and, like, being hilarious throughout the whole <laughs> thing. Um, and then, of course, we do have another person tainted by the smear of yeah. cats. Even though arguably Jason Derulo is one of the best parts of Cats. He
0: really did great. And like he just had so much fun. You could just tell. Like
1: if I were going to fuck any one of the cats, (laughs) I would, I would, uh, well, A, Rebel (laughs) Wilson's. How dare you? And then B, Jason Derulo's. I feel like it's got to be Jason Derulo. If only because Lil Nas X is is 20 years old.
0: Lil Nas X might be too young. I was going to say... He, he's so good at the internet that I feel like it'd be really fun to be quarantined with him because he'd probably just be like endlessly entertaining and also his clothes are amazing and I would love to just like play dress up with him, but I, I know I see where you're coming from and I'm good with Jason.
1: I do worry about how often Jason Derulo says his own name like a Pokemon <laughs> but I appreciate um yeah, the, the smoothness of his voice. We'll give it to Jason Alright, Next! Sean Mendez Twink King versus Maluma who's probably at least for most listeners the least well known but he uh is a Colombian um god <laughs> just fucking look up Maluma and you'll thank me later if you're unaware of him he has 50 million followers on Instagram so <laughs> if you're not aware <laughs> you know you're in the minority
0: I like know who Sean Mendez is I kn- I have his face in my brain like very well aware did not know who Maluma is, and from the one photo I saw of him, it, he's gonna win this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even have to know what he's saying for the two weeks we spend together. It it won't matter. No. Also, yeah, all disrespect to Sean Mendes. <laughs> uh, I really just can't stand his relationship with Camila Cabello. I don't typically comment on like you know do your fucking thing. I don't. It's whatever. But. um you know, I just feel like they're shoving their heterosexuality in my face and I don't like it. So obviously Maluma next Oscar Isaac versus Taika Waititi Oscar Isaac, um, star Wars Taika, uh, obviously won an Oscar for writing Jojo rabbit and played Hitler <laughs> in Jojo rabbit, a, a, a shockingly lovely version of Hitler. <laughs>
0: and this one is a really really tough one for me personally uh i think there's maybe no man i am more attracted to than oscar isaac but i really love taika i think i mean i do i think he's so handsome and like so attractive and also i I just he's so talented in so many ways and like he's funny but he also does like uh, man
1: yeah i think this is a case of like there's a moment of Oscar Isaac from Star Wars where he like kind of bites his lip when he's looking at um, the other guy, John Boyega. And that image plays over my head like almost every second of every day. <laughs> but I do think this is a case of like, who would I actually want to spend nonstop time with for uh, an extended period of time? And I feel I like, feel it's, like Taika. it's Taika.
0: like it's He's kind of the whole package maybe for me. Also, he's Jewish. We can celebrate Shabbat.
1: <laughs> That's right. And he's from New Zealand. Oh, his has, accent. Like, that, you know, Hobbit accent.
0: Taika it is. Wow, this is really like, I love Oscar Isaac so much. This is, this hurts, but I feel pretty confident in our decision.
1: Next! A battle uh, for the teenage girl inside of me, Zach Efron <laughs> versus Timothy Chalamet.
0: Oh, this one's easy.
1: Is it? For me, it is. Are you going with Timothy?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) He's another one where I'm like, it's hard to differentiate him as a person versus him as uh, a character in Little Women (laughs) or Call Me By Your Name. Uh, First of all, he fucked a peach. You still haven't even seen Call Me By Your Name because you're a homophobe. I know. This really for you is like this is a competition between the stars of your two favorite movies, (laughs) which is We Are Your Friends and Little Women.
0: Absolutely, and based on those two movies, obviously going with Timothy Chalamet. I want nothing to do with Zac, <laughs> Zac Efron's character, and we are your friends.
1: Uh, that's true. There really has not been any redeemable Zac Efron role.
0: No, it's got to be Timothy. He's got it all. Uh,
1: it's hard. To, yeah, I think the one, the one drag against him is that he strikes me as like such a film school student. Where I'm like, oh, that's true, I just...
0: and you know that. He'd just like only ever want to watch some like Criterion. Like he probably wouldn't watch We Are Your Friends.
1: Yeah. I do think Zach Efron has become the type of hot where it's like, I would watch you ride a horse on like a beach at <laughs> sunset, but that is a little difficult to do right now. Yeah. So we'll say Timothy.
0: Timothy.
1: All right. Two more matchups. Trevor Noah versus Andrew Scott, AKA Hot Priest.
0: AKA Andrew Scott. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> uh, Trevor. Yeah.
1: He was also uh in Sherlock way before way before Hot Priest was a thing. Oh yeah. I mean Hot Priest.
0: Hot Priest.
1: Trevor Noah as an individual. He mm-hmm. he has been filming like quarantine videos from his balcony, which as we know now is a strike against the one percent. <laughs> if you <laughs> he has a balcony in New York City, it's like okay, guillotine. <laughs> and Andrew Scott um is uh, a fellow homo so <laughs> i feel like i um i need to i need to stick with it here
0: for the community
1: and finally for our first round Donald Glover versus Hasan Minhaj
0: where are you falling right now i'm curious
1: uh I feel like Hassan Minaj would be my go-to, yeah, my gut reaction. Yeah. yeah,
0: I like Donald Glover a lot. I feel like Hassan would be like he'd be able to like tell me what's happening on the news so that I wouldn't have to consume it myself in a way that wouldn't make me panic. and I'd be able to make out with his face all the time,
1: yeah, he does have an amazing face, yeah. He has that balance of like, cute versus hot totally. that is very hard to straddle, and he straddles it very well
0: and I'd straddle him.
1: I will say shout out to the weird falsetto voice that Donald Glover does as Childish Gambino Ooh, in yeah. Redbone is like, you know, incredibly incredibly satisfying. <laughs> but um sorry to this man, it goes to a son. All right, that was round 1. Round 2, eight matchups. Our question is who would be the better hunter gatherer? This is who would be the one who's able to to strap on their face mask and go to the grocery store and um you trust them to come back with everything you need. And if need be and society fully crumbles, who's going to be the one going out hunting for game, potentially warding off zombies. This is the the physical round. Are we ready? Ready. All right. We're up, we're back to Anthony versus Henry Cavill. Oof. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's tough. I mean, Anthony obviously would be better at the grocery shopping aspect of it. I feel like he'd really got that on lockdown. But then when it comes to like once grocery stores are wiped out and we're going to like the hunting element of it, Henry Cavill obviously can use a bow and arrow.
1: Yeah, this is tough. It is this rides on how important the slash between hunter and gatherer is. Yeah, because I would trust Anthony. Well, okay. We're doing a lot of heavy lifting and, and trusting that Antony knows how to make food beyond guacamole. <laughs> and I love you Antony. You have his cookbook. <laughs> I do have his cookbook, and I love him so much. I would absolutely watch him come back with the like rats that died on the floor of the empty grocery <laughs> store, and I'm sure he could prepare a delicious meal. But that being said, the second society crumbles, I don't think he would, he would make a fantastic hunter.
0: But maybe Gatherer, though, still, I feel like, can he farm? <laughs>
1: can, can he grow herbs? I would I would trust Antony to grow herbs.
0: Okay. I don't think Henry could work with the earth.
1: Yeah. I also feel like Henry Cavill is, I'm uh, making a whole lot of assumptions here. Also, he's British, so that automatically does make him smarter. Uh, right. In general, but he's also the type of hot where I'm like, oh, you're probably really dumb. Where <laughs> <laughs> It just feels like he'd be the type of person where you, like, make a grocery list and then he goes out and gets, like, all the wrong things. <laughs> Absolutely. You're like, OK, well, this is not the brand of toilet paper that we use, Henry. Yeah. I feel like we got to give it to Antony and just pray that society doesn't fall. Let's do it. OK, Next. Kumail Nanjiani versus Chris Evans.
0: Oi, oi, oi.
1: It's going to get difficult.
0: It is. Something about the fact that Kumal like just got super ripped makes me feel like he would be able to like see the task of hunting and just absolutely master it.
1: Yeah, I would trust him with my life.
0: Yeah. And Chris Evans like I think that he like definitely could do the grocery shopping and I feel like he'd be really good in a garden. But I don't know. Something about Kumal is just is speaking to me in this one.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think Chris Evans is obviously very attractive. Uh, obviously, he can wear a chunky sweater. He does have, like, what strikes me as, like, magazine hots. Mm-hmm. Where you're just like, okay, you look great in a spread. Do I trust you to go grocery shopping? Do I trust you to handle the self-checkout machine at CBS? No, let's face it. Absolutely not. All right. Kumal. Seems
0: like we got a, we got a winner here.
1: Next! Michael B. Jordan versus Harry Styles.
0: Oh, that's tough.
1: That is tough. And I don't want to appear biased, even though I clearly am compromised.
0: Okay, well, let's talk it through. Let's talk it through.
1: In this case, British does make you smarter.
0: There we go. Keeping with a the theme. <laughs> And the facts.
1: I feel like Harry Styles would be the type of person to like put his life at risk to get you a pint of ice cream. At like peak hours at the grocery store, you're like, I fucking need uh, Cherry Garcia right now. Ben and Jerry's, if I don't get it within the next 15 minutes, I will set this house on fire. And then he would go out, despite your drama, put himself at risk, exposing himself to other people, In order to get you that ice cream.
0: That's all fair. And I I really hope he does that for you one day.
1: And I feel like you you would be like, I want a pint. And he would come back with like a gallon.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan seems very practical. I think that he'd probably like really try to make you eat a lot of salad in a way that I would not appreciate.
1: True. True.
0: I think he probably would be better at hunting. But I feel like Harry Styles. I don't know. I could see him fishing
1: sure (laughs) just a nice gentle uh, fishing (laughs) experience i also think that like yeah you send a a man out to get groceries and harry would be the type to sneak in a couple packages of like oreos
0: which like you need in this scenario
1: right and michael b jordan would be like no we have to only eat salad exactly harry it is harry We we talked it through we arrived at the logical answer next John Cho versus Pedro Pascal. I mean, my instinct is Pedro.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw him fight. He can definitely hunt, and I feel like he'd be great with a grocery shop. I honestly, I just want to see him hold a little basket. I,
1: I was thinking the same exact thing. Like, how good <laughs> would he look just like walking the aisles of a of a like empty grocery store? <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> John Cho. I no disrespect. No. Um, I just feel like he he would wear, like, a cardigan in a way that would upset me.
0: <laughs> Very applicable to this category. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, it just feels like an insistence on wearing a cardigan to the point where it's like, okay, you are your chest is vulnerable. You're exposed. But it's like, oh, no, we need to act like we're going to a library. Chill, John. Okay, next. Winston Duke versus John Legend.
0: Ooh. John Legend definitely can grocery shop. He's married to Chrissy Teigen. He clearly has gone grocery shopping before. I feel like if you're married to Chrissy, you probably know your way around a store uh, to get a lot of ingredients.
1: Considering how often that she's tweeted, like, I need a random person to bring me bananas right now,
0: (laughs) which she has done
1: more than once. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, I don't know how good John Legend actually is. (laughs) At grocery shopping, <laughs> she has to resort to just asking random people on the internet to bring her bananas.
0: That's fair. Also, when it comes to the hunting aspect of this, I think Winston would be better.
1: Yeah, if this outfit and uh, I don't, I don't want this to be the sole reason that he advances every <laughs> round, but he really, he really uh, has the look.
0: Winston sounds like sounds like he's moving
1: forward. Let's do it. All right, next. Jason Derulo versus Maluma. Again, really the only thing I know about Maluma is that he is the hottest person alive right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: Would I want to see him in a grocery store? Yes. Would I want to see him just absolutely murder an animal for my food? Yes.
1: Like, this is the case where I'm like, you stay here. I'll go get the groceries.
0: (laughs) Like, I would become
1: a better hunter-gatherer for Maluma. (laughs) He, would, he wow. would put that instinct in me.
0: And there is something about Jason Derulo that I absolutely would not trust with a grocery list or hunting.
1: <laughs> I'm like, OK, let's I just feel like he, he would have a very short attention span. Would right. Get very There's distracted. something about
0: him that like I feel like he'd like walk past a playground on the way to the grocery store and then just start like doing monkey bars. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and like lose lose the grocery list, it would fall out of his pockets while he's just like doing acrobats.
1: Yeah. All right, Maluma.
0: Maluma, it is. A man I do not know.
1: Next, Taika Watiti and Timothy Chalamet.
0: Oh, I love Timothy. I feel like he'd only be able to like go and like come back with brie and grapes <laughs> and and like a charcuterie <laughs> board. <laughs>
1: All Timothy knows is charcuterie boards.
0: <laughs> Whereas Taika, I mean, he, I think he could shop and I think he could hunt. And I'm saying this only because I assume everyone in New Zealand knows how to hunt.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I do think, yeah, Timmy, Timmy, I'll call him now, does seem like like you would send him to Trader Joe's to get wine and he wouldn't understand that that means two buck truck. Right. like I feel like he insists on only drinking good wine, and it's like, we're all dying. (laughs) What don't you understand (laughs) about this? Just get whatever the fuck is there. All right, right. Taika it is. Uh, It's like, with each passing round, I just love him more. And finally for this round... Andrew Scott versus Hussam Minaj.
0: Ugh, we got the British smart thing again with Andrew.
1: Yeah. I do feel like I just trust Hussam Minaj more.
0: I, yeah, what is it about him? It's his, I like, absolutely he trust He has just him. that
1: very soothing voice. It's very explanatory. It's like sitting you down, telling you that he's getting a divorce <laughs> and that it's not your fault.
0: But before he goes, he ordered you groceries yeah he'd still take care of you you know that he'd always pay child support
1: (laughs) yeah he would like even if he abandoned you he would leave money so that you could go to the grocery store yourself
0: so in this scenario andrew scott sounds like he should win because he's staying
1: (laughs) (laughs) by default he's (laughs) the one who's still there
0: but even in that case like Hassan would go and like hunt and then find a way to freeze that meat and send it to you too.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I give it to him. All right. All right, next round. Best cuddle partner. We're spending a lot of times indoors. We're talking about who are, who are we wanting to specifically be stuck on a couch with, stuck in bed with. Yeah, who are we cuddling up against? First Anthony versus Kumal. I actually think they'd both be
0: pretty good cuddlers, but I feel like Anthony would like only cuddle when he wants to cuddle.
1: <laughs> okay. yeah, like he'd want to cuddle, but you wouldn't be able to like mess up his hair
0: right. And like, if you really wanted, just like, just like a quick spoon, and he wasn't in the mood or wasn't in the room, he wouldn't come all the way back into the room, get in bed, and spoon you for a minute. I say this because I did recently ask Alex to do that because I just needed to be held, and he absolutely came back to the room and came back in bed and spooned <laughs> me for a minute.
1: I mean, I I believe that Anthony would do that, but yeah, I think okay. of, of the two, Kumal definitely feels like. Because he has that experience of being like a wimpy nerd, mm-hmm. I'm definitely just projecting that. <laughs> 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 this is pre ripped Kamal.
0: Right. He's uh, humbled. He's humbled.
1: Right. Right. I mean, I'm almost like, is he too ripped now that it would be so muscly? Yeah. That it would be like, I don't know, wrestling a barrel of snakes.
0: Oh, my God. Truly my nightmare.
1: But I don't think so. I think, unfortunately, we're going to have to smother Antony with a pillow (laughs) and give it to Camille. All right. Next. Harry Styles versus Pedro Pascal. Who would be the better cuddler? Harry. I'm glad you said it so enthusiastically first.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think Pedro would be a great cuddler. But Harry Styles, he'd just wrap you in his arms. Also, we've both hugged him.
1: Yeah, great hugger. Um, smells very good, and um, I do feel like he would like acquiesce to whatever big spoon versus little spoon situation you best desire.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's versatile.
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, not not uh, applying any other context to that.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. Not versatile. Just yourself. versatile. Uh,
1: yeah, I feel like absolutely. Like to me, he has the texture of uh like a blanket from childhood that you have never washed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um you mean my blanket who's on my bed right now? Exactly. And and yes, I said who and not that's on my bed.
1: <laughs> like it has been seasoned over the years. Uh it is the perfect level of softness. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Even if it's slightly grungy sometimes, it is still like your grunginess. That is Harry. All right. Um, Next, Winston Duke versus Maluma.
0: Oh, back to my teddy bear porcelain doll situation. <laughs> I feel like Winston would be a better cuddler.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. Sadly for Maluma, even though I would absolutely love uh, to cuddle him.
0: Also because it's like hard to see someone's face while you're cuddling, depending on your cuddle position. So, like, yeah. what's the point?
1: I would want to cuddle Winston while Maluma stands in the corner <laughs> and watches. <laughs> um, and I think that is the exact scenario we will go with. And finally, for this round, Taika Watiti versus Hassan Minaj.
0: Hassan has come a long way, but I think Taika is, is going to be a better cuddler. He just seems more snuggly.
1: I, I feel like, yeah, Hassan Minaj. Uh, he has that like cute nerdy energy um of a you know it's that like kid in high school that you had a crush on who was like kind of a nerd am I just describing myself <laughs> <laughs> but that you're like uh yeah I feel like you'd be very awkward
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that <laughs>
1: But you said it. Uh, That's what I'm saying. And then, yeah, especially considering I preceded that with absolutely just me projecting. um, (laughs) Yeah, I would say Taika. (laughs) All right. Our final four round. Who is most likely to jump in front of a coughing person to protect you, thereby sacrificing himself? Our first matchup, Kumail Nanjiani versus... Harry Styles.
0: Oh man, Kumail, I feel like in this new body wouldn't want to give it up so quick.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> he wouldn't want to sacrifice himself at this point in his life.
1: Yeah, I do feel like Harry would would jump in front of a train. Right. He is that level of moody.
0: Yeah he. he <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you listened to Fine Line? <laughs> 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 he put it all out there for you.
1: Yeah, clearly he understands the painful loss of heartbreak. Uh, and I think he wouldn't be able to stand losing me. So he would jump in front of someone coughing to be like, no, take me instead. <laughs> I couldn't bear to live with this pain. Not again. I think we have our answer, Harry Styles. This is probably why we need a third person, (laughs) just as the overcorrector against the Harry Styles contingent.
0: (laughs) Whatever. We're giving the people what, what they want, and we're giving ourselves what we want.
1: Yeah. All right. The other matchup is Winston Duke versus Taika Waititi. I feel like Taika again. Yeah,
0: I feel like Taika too. It's just like a gut reaction again. I feel like he would really just put himself out there to protect me. And Winston, I I feel like we don't know each other well enough and that he'd hesitate. I don't think Taika would hesitate, you know?
1: Right. I think he would just do it second nature, unquestioningly. It doesn't even matter if it wasn't a real cough. He would jump at the drop of a dime to save you. We'll give it to him.
0: This is a very interesting last matchup.
1: Yeah. That means we have our final two. Harry Styles versus Taika Watiti. All right. For our final matchup, our question for Harry versus Taika is, who would be more likely to shoot you in the face and put you out of your misery should things get that desperate?
0: And we're thinking like zombie apocalypse at this point.
1: Yeah, this doesn't. This is not specific to uh, the current pandemic. This is zombie apocalypse. The world is ending. Uh, the zombies are closing in on your enclosure. You've been bitten. Which one is was more likely to to swallow it and say goodbye? <laughs> Even though I already said the reason that Harry advanced the last round was that he couldn't deal with the pain.
0: Yeah, and I, I think that's really working against him here. And I feel like in the same way that Taika would jump in front of someone for a cough, he would also jump on that trigger and just end it for you. And also, <laughs> like, I think he'd be okay. I think he'd I'd, he'd make it through.
1: I can't. It can't end this way. <laughs> We're so close. <sighs> uh, is it? Is that how it's ending?
0: Well, what, what do you think? You can talk yourself back.
1: All right, let's talk this out, though. In the previous situation, it was someone is coughing. Neither of you are infected. He jumps in front of the person to protect you. So it's like if one of you has to die, he would take the bullet. Right. In this case, you are the one who is dying. And it's a question of who has more empathy? Like right. who, has, who has the stomach to be like, I don't want to see you suffer. It's getting too real. <laughs> Okay, like uh, the point is he's going to write a fine line level album about this no matter what, because I'm on my way out.
0: Whether or not there's an audience to hear it.
1: Exactly. In which case, I would actually argue that I would prefer he be the one to kill me (laughs) because it would inspire art. Right. It would inspire that (laughs) that masterpiece that would come from that in a way that it's like, I'm sure Tycho would write an amazing movie about it, but I would rather an album written about me than a movie.
0: Yeah, especially if I didn't have control over who was playing me in the movie. And like knowing Taika, he probably would choose to play you himself.
1: Yeah. And honestly, that is my ideal situation of in terms of someone writing an album about me. It's like inspire someone to be so heartbroken that they write an album about me. But because it's the apocalypse and everybody else is also dying, nobody else will be able to put themselves into my shoes and make it about them right so it'd be exclusively about me and for me
0: i like that this started as who would shoot you and ended with who would make better art about you (laughs) once
1: you are dead (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) murder me and then make art about me that's all i want (laughs)
0: And it seems like Harry Styles is the man to do that.
1: I think we talked ourselves back into it. And that is the winner of our 2020 Hot Guy March Madness, Harry Styles. It finally happened. It, it finally three happened. annual championships at Harry Styles, un- unsurprisingly. But listen, it, we did it the proper way. And I only put my finger on the scales a little bit.
0: A little bit. And I got to say this really has just made me love Taika and I feel like I'm just going to go watch one of his movies now.
1: Yeah. Harry Styles, you will have to come on the podcast to collect your prize, <laughs> uh but thank you so much for listening. And that's it for the 2020 apocalypse edition of Hot Guy March Madness. Uh we tweeted out the bracket that we used. You can go onto Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter Take a look at the bracket. Fill it out yourself. Uh, maybe you'll come to a different conclusion than we did. But if if you did, I'll shoot you in the face.
0: And let us know. <laughs>
1: Thanks for playing. All right. We're almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad stuff go down easier. Starting with the TV we've been watching this week. Barry, what you been watching?
0: Somehow, I have had less time to watch TV. <laughs>
1: What I don't have understand. you been doing?
0: I don't understand. I think it's because we were like cooking these kind of elaborate meals that take a long time to make. And so I'm like working during the day and then it just takes me so long to eat. But, but really the answer is we've been rewatching The X-Files and just like going back to old episodes we haven't seen and watching like the monster episodes because it's been like, I don't know, kind of hard to get into something new right now. I tried to get into Peaky Blinders, my dad, who will listen to this and will get upset with me is obsessed with it and I we watched three episodes and I was very bored. So yeah, just been watching old X Files episodes and really loving it. Nice. Have you seen Peaky Blinders?
1: Uh I think I started it like a, a long time ago and never really committed to it, but I've heard it's fine.
0: Yep. My dad loves it. And I love my dad. So we gave it a we gave it a shot. <laughs>
1: Well, that's what counts.
0: What are you watching this week?
1: All right. I have not finished it yet. I'm sure I will have finished it by the time this comes out. Uh, But yesterday I started Tiger King on Netflix. Have have you heard of it?
0: Yes, I have heard of it. Uh, Alex and I are definitely going to watch it. That is like the next thing we're going to watch.
1: Uh, It's been like all over the Internet. Everybody's talking about it. It is... One of the most insane things I've ever watched. It's a documentary series about a guy who calls himself Joe Exotic, a.k.a. the Tiger King. Uh, He runs, like, a private zoo, I guess you would call it. Uh, He's, like, a breeder of big cats, like tigers, lions, all of the above. And he has... He's also, like, the most eccentric person that you could possibly imagine. Like... He he is, like, a gay, gun-toting, mullet-wearing. Like, he has this whole, like, catchphrase thing. Like, if you asked a kid to draw, like, the most insane person it could imagine, it would draw (laughs) Joe Exotic.
0: Amazing.
1: And the story kind of centers around his rivalry with this woman named Carol Baskin, uh, who runs a big cat rescue group out of Florida. And she is like, uh, an animal rights person who, uh, thinks that Joe and his private zoo are like absolutely horrible and that they take advantage of the animals and that they're abusing them and their rivalry, uh, is incredibly extreme. (laughs) And, uh, I I don't want to give anything away but it is truly, like, just when you think you've seen the most wild thing you could possibly imagine, and that's, like, five minutes into the first episode, it's just, like, <laughs> every five minutes, it the craziness just doubles. It's exponential <laughs> craziness. Uh, I gotta so watch it. I would highly recommend it as, like, a completely bonkers experience. Every single person is so insane. The weirdest person ever... <sighs> Uh, and it's truly just like absolutely wild. It feels like if, it, if a Worst Things First story were an entire documentary series.
0: Incredible. That's the highest praise and the best way to get people who listen to this podcast to watch that show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good. Anyway, so that's what I've been watching. What is your non-TV chaser?
0: My non-TV chaser is Yoga with Adrian. It's a YouTube channel by this woman who usually has her dog in it just lying in the background, but they're just yoga videos. And I I love doing yoga and I haven't been doing it for a bit. And that's been like the best way for me to be active every day. And she has like short videos and long videos. I just really like her videos. And I really like the way she teaches yoga. And she has a lot of like short ones. She has ones that are like specifically for taking a break in the middle of the day. I've just found that it's very easy to fit her videos into my daily routine right now in a way that I really appreciate. And they're free. So that has been really made a difference both mentally and physically for me this week. Nice. Yeah, really recommend it. So it's Adrian, A-D-R-I-E-N-N-E, Yoga with Adrian. What about you? What's your chaser?
1: I have two, one of which I wasn't able to mention last week. Harry Styles, in, in the theme of this week's episode, really, had his Tiny Desk <gasps> concert oh at God. NPR. And it's very delightful. It's so good. I love the Tiny Desk concert series. And it's just, you know, it's Harry. It's a Tiny Desk. He plays a few songs and talks about them. And I love it. It's so good. Pure joy. And then I might have mentioned this during last week's episode, but I have been baking, obviously. And um, I made some chocolate chip cookies. It is based on a a recipe from Bon Appetit. All of this is like, if you fed me into like an algorithm and asked for my chaser, this entire thing would be (laughs) me. (laughs) A Harry Styles thing. And then a Bon Appetit chocolate chip cookie thing. But the recipe is called brown butter and toffee chocolate chip cookies. They're so good. And I highly recommend them. And I can't believe I actually managed to pull them off. But I did. Because I'm a master baker. So I highly recommend making these cookies. Um, And if not, just know that I'm enjoying them a lot. And that should bring you joy.
0: Yeah, it's really cruel that you made all of those and told me about them. And I can't have any.
1: It is true. I have been normally when I bake, I'll have a few uh, bites of it myself or like, you know, stash some and then try to give as much of it away as possible. But um, now I can't. So I guess I'm forced to eat all of them myself. And I will. Anyway, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, where we get podcasts. Hit that subscribe button, then rate us and review us, but only if it's nice. I don't want to hear your shit. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Studios. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Melissa Slaughter, and me, Matt Bellisai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman and Max Linsky. Our music is by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at Finkelberry Pie. You can worship me at Matt Belisai, And you can follow Unhappy Hour Pod on Twitter for all the latest podcast buzz. And that's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye-bye. Leave. Get out. It's the end of you and me.
0: Putty, quiet. Putty, quiet. It's... Sorry, Putty just walked in again. We're almost done, Pud. We're wrapping in like three minutes or less.